You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Jaguar fans? It is hump day here on Locked On Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins, your host of Locked On Jaguars, where it's your daily podcast because it's your team every day. And that's what we do here on Locked On Jaguars. And today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com, an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We've been we, you're talking about building stuff and, and getting parts. That's what we've been doing here on Locked On Jaguars this week. We've been taking a look at free agency and having a little bit of a sort of a mock free agency because I want to get into the draft, but I can't get into the draft without at least taking a stab at free agency and taking a, a swing at it and trying to say, okay, well, what, what did the team do in free agency before we even look at the draft? Because those while those things are individual and those things are singular, those things do kind of work hand in hand. Common sense kind of tells you that. So, so far what we've done is I told you that the Jags retained Keelan Cole. Uh, the Jags signed Jonu Smith. Uh, cornerback Will Jackson, uh, linebacker Matthew Judon, and wide receiver slash offensive weapon Curtis Samuel. Didn't break the bank for anybody. You know, pretty good, decent contracts. Didn't really break the bank for anybody. Got a little news for you today, too. News for you today is is that, uh, and I probably should have told you this from the very beginning, but I didn't, that the Jaguars, let's just say, reached a two-year deal with Cam Robinson, no franchise tag. How about a two-year deal for $25 million? Fully guaranteed. And you say, well, why would he do that, Wig? Well, if they franchise tag him, it's going to be about $14 million for one year. If they sign him to a two-year deal and fully guaranteed the $25 million, it's guaranteed $1 million in two years at $25 million, which isn't a long-term contract, but it is more guaranteed money than a one-year franchise deal. So it's almost like getting franchised for two two year uh, for two years, and you give Cam Robinson uh, guaranteed money, which is about the same amount of money that he made over the first four years of his contract, or maybe a little bit less than that. I mean, maybe a little bit more than that. So let's just say that's the route, or they franchise tag him. Either way, the Jags have Cam Robinson under contract, so they're not really in the market for a left tackle in free agency. That does not preclude them from getting one in the draft, though. So I know I told you guys yesterday they're going to get a big name. It ain't going to be a left tackle. It ain't going to be Trent Richardson for the sake of this exercise. So they have Keelan Cole. They have Cam Robinson. The Jaguars have a, have a tight end in John U. Smith. They have a cornerback in Will Jackson. They have a linebacker in Matthew Judon, who's very familiar with uh, Joe Cullen. And then they have Curtis Samuel, who, of course, uh, Urban Meyer knows from college. So who did they get? Are we going offense and defense again today? No, we ain't going offense and defense again today. I told you guys that we would, at some point, not necessarily go offense and defense today. We're going to go defense and defense today. Because here's what I think is going to happen. I think the Jaguars are going to be heavily offensive in the draft. 
So this is where I think they start getting a little bit more bang for their buck on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go Malik Hooker at safety. Another guy that the Jags are familiar with in terms of knowing. And I know he's coming off of an injury, and I know that uh, Urban Meyer knows him from college along with Chris Ash. They both know him from Ohio State. And it's not going to be a blockbuster deal. This is also a position that I expect them to double back on at some point during the draft because it's a good safety draft. But Malik Hooker, a guy that's not going to cost them a whole bunch of money, maybe not even a long-term deal, maybe a one- or two-year deal. But this is another addition that I think the Jaguars could make while they fill out their roster and get guys that they are familiar with and that they understand that they know exactly what they're capable of and they can put them in our system and put them in this system. He's not necessarily a starter, but he's a guy that you go ahead and take a good look at, kick the tires on, and see if you can get the best out of him. He's a guy that had a lot of talent coming out of Ohio State. He's a top 15 pick, and he played for Urban Meyer, and he played for Chris Ash. Malik Hooker, rangy, rangy safety. And I know that's not a sexy, sexy, sexy pick. And normally, I wait till the second segment of this thing to give you the pick. But the reason why I didn't do it today is because on today's show, I'm going to give you three players. That's right. We're going to give you three players on today's hump day episode of where we're building this thing up for you. Not a real sexy pick. Doesn't cost you a lot of money. So what have, what have we done here so far for the Jaguars? We've added some depth to the roster. We have some starters. We've got some competition. We've got explosiveness on offense with John Smith and with Curtis Samuel. We've added some familiarity with Matt Judon, who's an extra pass rusher as well. We've also added some length, size, and coverability with William Jackson. We've retained Keelan Cole, who helps on with, with his speed. He helps uh, with uh, special teams with kick return and punt return. And we've had we we've added we, we've maintained and retained Cam Robinson, who helps with your continuity on offense. What else do we do? I'm going to tell you what else we do in a few minutes. And I told you guys I'm going to give you somebody big. And I'm going to give you somebody that's a surprise too. You're like, how many guys are we going to add, Wig? We're doing free agency. We're doing all the free agency, at least the first wave. We're doing it all this week. Now, we've only added five guys in free agency. We've retained two guys and we've added five. I suspect we're going to probably add nine. Maybe all of them aren't huge, huge names. But the Jags have a lot of salary cap space. They have a lot of cap space. And that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to attack this thing. We're going to be aggressive. Nine isn't a lot considering they got 47 assistant coaches. So you guys can't be mad that they, that they may add nine players in free agency. Right? Once we do this, I'm going to start shaping this up and tell you where I think they could possibly go in the draft. Because what I think they're going to do in the draft is... I don't think they're going to use all of those picks. You see where I'm going? I think they're going to take some of those picks and do a lot of maneuvering, but I don't think they're going down. I think they're going up. I think they're going for quality of players instead of number of players. So if you're going to get numbers, 
Why not get numbers and proven players, young guys, people that you know, with all of these coaches that you got that are familiar with all of these guys and the way that they, they operate in their workflow. But then, since you had so many rookies last year that are already on the roster, go for quality instead of quantity this year in the draft and move up and take advantage of the fact that there are a lot of playmakers at specific positions that, you know, of need this year and get quality. That's what I think they're going to do. That's why I'm going to spread this out a little bit and get more players in this year's draft um, in, in free agency and then get more quality guys in the draft. So that's what we're setting it up. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do in round uh, in, in this, uh, segment number two and segment number three in our mock free agency. Boy, I got a surprise for you. And we'll give it to you in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. First, I got to tell you guys to go to betonline.ag and make you some money. If you can be right about the games, no need to be right and broke at the same time. Take a few dollars and put them on betonline.ag because it's the fastest and easiest way to get you some money by betting on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline, even a, they even cover award shows, man, TV shows and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. That's right. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% off of your welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, brother, I'm back on a Wednesday. We're building this Jaguar team up in free agency. And so far, we've added five players to this football team. Um, of course, it's all building up to the anticipation of the draft where everyone knows the Jaguars are going to take Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. And if you need to keep up on all the news of sports and everything else, there's only one place for you to do it. And that's Locked On Today. You can get more of the sports you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski, my buddy, hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, man, we're building this thing up. We're going to uh, get the Jaguars some players in here so far with a quick update. I'll re- recap real quick. On a hump day here on a Wednesday. We went out on the first opening day and we got you John o. Smith, the tight end from the Tennessee Titans. We got you Will Jackson, a big physical corner who can really move, has a lot of length out of Cincinnati. We came back and struck with a familiar face for Joe Cullen and got Matthew Judon, a nice, solid pass rushing linebacker. He's a veteran, he's like 28 years old, not necessarily ideal, but. There's a familiarity uh, caveat there that we like. We also stuck with the familiarity theme and got Curtis Samuel, a guy that played at Ohio State for Urban Meyer, and, and I'll get into the depth of that. One of the things about him is he adds speed, he adds versatility, he's a good slot guy. The other thing is he gives you a little bit of pop at running back, sort of in a uh, Percy Harvin role, whereas you know it might save your roster spot with the running back position. With him and LaVisca Chanel being that kind of guy, Maybe you will still have uh, the wherewithal to go out and get another running back in the draft, but 
You're not pressed to have three or four pure running back only types on the roster. Maybe you only carry one more pure running back and you have these versatile guys in Chenault and Samuel on the roster and it allows you a little more roster flexibility and versatility and your roster isn't the, 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 you know, the status quo roster and your roster isn't just this, this regular type of roster and it, and it allows you to have flexibility, which it might allow you to keep an extra wide out or it might allow you to keep an extra DB or it might allow you to have another lineman uh, be active. And uh, that allows, you know, the stuff like that, it really does go a long way. Before I add another player, there's a lot of chatter about the difference between, say, a guy like Cam Robinson and a guy like Orlando Brown Jr., Baby Zeus, or any other player, the way these guys will evaluate. So I did a little research, and I called around a little bit, and I asked a few of my friends. And I saw a tweet yesterday by Daniel Jeremiah, and that was the theme that I asked this question on, where Daniel Jeremiah talked about how he's been in draft rooms and they've never talked about accolades and awards and postseason awards. They've never talked about an Outland trophy or a Belitnikoff award or a Heisman trophy. That stuff never comes up in evaluation. The other thing that <clears throat> I confirmed is when, when they compare players, they, they go play by play and they look at technique and they look at skill level. They don't look at necessarily numbers or how many sacks a guy gave up. They look at each individual play and what happened, right? So they don't look at stats. They don't go, well, he did this and he did that. And they don't necessarily look at scheme. Well, he did. They factor in scheme. Well, he didn't really play well here. The quarterback just got away. But sometimes the way we give analysis or the way that we give our opinion on stuff has little bearing on the way that scouts in the way that coaches review film and decide to pick players we have to kind of remember that when we're trying to give out information or trying to at least give out an educated opinion or an educated guess on how this thing is going to go for people and i know you know folks just want to be entertained but if we're going to keep it real we got to try to keep it as real as we possibly can right if you're going to keep it as real as we possibly can you have to like try to Act like at least you're using real data or you're using real lifelike situations and the information that people are going to actually take into consideration. So if you're going to compare, if you're going to say, is, is he much better than Cam Robinson? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if he is, because you know what? I haven't studied him side by side. I haven't looked at the all 22. I haven't sat there and broken it down individually piece by piece by piece by piece I, I don't know if he's significantly better than him or not and I don't know if it's worth giving up compensation I know you got one guy that's already in-house and I know he doesn't cost you anything I know the, another guy's gonna cost you a draft pick and way more money I know you got a coach that's already coached one guy and, and he hasn't coached the other guy and then you factor in this you factor in the, the the draft pick, the guy. There's a whole bunch of questions about him. So so now it's Cam Robinson versus Orlando Brown Jr. versus whoever you're going to draft to replace him. You know, there are pros and cons with all of that stuff. I think the, the biggest expert on all of that is George Warhop. And and the and the, the biggest burden to hand you have is the guy that you already have in-house. And the 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 thing that's going to factor. And, and be the biggest factor in that entire equation is what do you feel about Cam Robinson? 
way before you talk about giving up compensation for, for a player. Way before you talk about using compensation on another player. And the other thing, yeah, in a year you'll have to pay Zeus. In, in four years you'll have to pay the draft pick. Same, same, same stuff. You know, you'll get the other guy on a rookie scale for a while, but he's unproven, right? But you'll get Zeus on a rookie scale for only one more year, but he's already proven. So what it is, it's like poker. It's like poker. You get to see the flop with Zeus. You don't get to see the flop before you make your bet with the rookie. That's a poker reference. I hope you guys get it and it doesn't fly over your head. You know? With the rookie, you got to pay to see. You know, you got to pay to see. That's why you fold because you, it's the, it, it, you're unsure. Somebody raises you before the flop. They, you got you want to see that next card. You got to pay for it. And you fold because you don't, you don't think it's worth it. You don't have to fold with Zeus. You already see. You can make your bet knowing what you already see. And that's the difference. So it's not apples to apples. It's apples to oranges. And having something that's already on tape, that's proven, that's at a high level that you've seen in the playoffs is a, a big factor as to why you would give up compensation. So moving right along since we don't need a left tackle because you don't need a left tackle because you've already, according to our paperwork, you've kept your man. You've kept Cam Robinson. So where's the big splash? Well, remember yesterday when I told you that Leonard Williams was on his world tour? That world tour came right back around to Jacksonville, and eventually he's just going to take the team that's offering him the most money. The Jacksonville Jaguars signed Leonard Williams to a long-term five-year contract. How about that? Look at that. I gave you guys what you wanted. There's your big signing right there. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're done. You're done as far as the big names is concerned. That's it. Anything else we do, and we're going to do a little bit of it, anything else we do on here is going to be little stuff. It's not going to be a whole bunch of big big signings because that's about it. You got the big cat, and that's the one you wanted right there. Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle, after he took a look-see around the league, he listened to some playoff teams, he came where he should have came back when the Jaguars picked Dante Fowler. Leonard Williams ended up coming right back home anyway and signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars because he wants to be a part of what they're doing because he wants to be used in Joe Cullen's attacking front four or front three or however because he wants the ability to go chase the quarterback. Jaguar fans, you got what you wanted. You got the big cat. You got Leonard Williams. There's your big signing right there. It's not John O. It's not all of these other guys. You're not going to get all of those guys. You're not going to get Leonard Williams, Trent Williams, uh, Leonard Williams, Trent Williams, Marcus Williams, uh, Allen Robinson. You're not going to get all of those dudes. This is the big one right here. The other ones were better than complimentary pieces. Leonard Williams is a Jacksonville Jaguar, according to my mock free agency. I couldn't give it to you on day one, man. I had to wait. So there you go. We're going to talk a little bit more about this, and we're going to uh, get to the other pick. I told you I'd give you three of them today, but there's your big one right there. Hump day. I got you. Got you. I had to get you the hump day to give it to you. By the way, I had this written down all week, but I just wanted to wait until Wednesday to give you something good. Um, 
here on Locked On Jaguars. We'll finish it up, man, and we'll finish the segment out, and we'll show you the shape of the team so far and talk about a couple of little supplementary pieces we'll have to add to this team. We'll do it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. If you hear me chewing doing uh, the show, it's because I'm eating a built bar. And I actually, I got kind of fat jaws, so I got it on one side of my mouth sometimes. And I'm trying to chew it without you guys recognizing. They're so good, man, and they're so good for you. You guys got to try them out. They have 18 great flavors. That's right, 18 great flavors. And you can get them at BuiltBar.com. If you use the promo code Locked On, you're going to get 20% off. Packed with protein, low-carb, low-sugar, low-calorie. And they're very, very good for you. And they're covered with chocolate. Man, Built Bar is off the chain. It's the best taste of protein bar on the market, bar none, no pun, no pun intended. But you're going to absolutely love them. Uh, the almond apple crisp is, is like my favorite right now. The orange is really, really good also. And the peanut butter, of course, is to die for. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get 20% off of the Built Bars, and they'll deliver them right to your door, man, and they are outstanding. BuiltBar.com, use 20% off. Use the promo code Locked On to get 20% off of your next order. All right, man, so we've added, we've made some additions uh, to the Jaguars football team in our mock free agency. I'm going to add another addition, and I'm going to explain the addition to you. It's not a sexy pick, but it is another good choice, and it's a typical Joe Cullen pick. Um it's Daquan Jones, a defensive veteran defensive lineman from the Baltimore Ravens, to go along with Leonard Williams. Baltimore, when you think about it, they keep these veteran, long, big defensive linemen. Daquan Jones is another guy who would fit along with what Joe Cullen wants to do. Versatility, rotation, another big body. Baltimore keeps these guys. They kept these guys all the time. And this, these are the type they're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see a transformation of the type of guys that the Jaguars have along their defensive line. I don't know if there's room for like the Dewan Smoots anymore. You're going from that four three uh over uh where you have the typical nose guard and then you have sort of a three technique and then you have two defensive ends, you know, one of them's small and another one is a guy who could actually stand up as an outside linebacker to now where you're getting three guys down who have to be big. You, you'll still have the nose guard. You'll still have the guy who's a zero or the one, but then after that, you need these big, long angular, angular guys. You need a bunch of guys that pretty much a Calais Campbell built like guys, Chris Canny sort of type guys. So, you want guys that are veterans. You don't want a whole bunch of young rookie guys. And I know they got, uh, they already have some guys like that on the roster that played well last year. But you're going to see the transformation of the type of bodies that you can use. So I think Daquan Jones is probably another guy that they probably had look, would be looking at just in case they didn't get Leonard Williams. But then they go, you know what? He ain't going to cost us a lot of money anyway, so we're go- if we get Leonard Williams, we're still going to offer him and explain to him what his role will be. He could maybe even start at the same time with Leonard Williams. Maybe you have a situation where you have Devon Hamilton, Leonard Williams, and Daquan Jones starting at the same time, and then we touch it up also in free agency, whereas Daquan Jones can be your 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 your, your five technique or your big end, and then Leonard Williams is your three technique. He's a guy who gets up field and attacks. So, that's what I'm thinking. Add another uh, free agent veteran defensive lineman who's played a lot in this league, who played in Tennessee, started last year in Tennessee, doesn't cost you a lot of money. Get Daquan Jones. 
to be your other defensive lineman, your other defensive tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So now, quick recap. What do you have defensively? What have you addressed? Front seven, Leonard Williams, Daquan Jones, and Matt Judon in your front seven. In your secondary, Will Jackson, Malik Hooker. Offensively, what have you done? Jonu Smith, Curtis Samuel. Those are the guys that you've added to this football team if you're the Jaguars. You've retained Keelan Cole. you retain Cam Robinson. Now your focus is going to start shifting towards the draft. You know there's Trevor Lawrence. Based on this, for the next two days, what we'll do is this. We're going to start saying we might be able to touch up something. We might be able to add another tight end, somebody from Seattle that is, you know, is familiar with Shoddy or, you know, do we look at Marlon Mack, who's coming off of an injury, to be that other veteran running back? Who you know, Marlon, he's had almost a whole year now because he hurt himself in the first game against the Jaguars last year. Do we take a look-see and see where he is physically to see if by training camp he can come in and be a veteran running back so we don't have to use that on a rookie and we can fortify the rest of the team? Uh, do we look at a guard who played either in Detroit or who played in Seattle. I don't think they have any. But somewhere, somehow, do we find someone who uh, they're very familiar with? Is there another player out there that could be a rotational or swing player for this team at a position of need? Or do we focus on this and then go to the draft and then come back and hit free agency in that second wave? I think right now we stick with this and start to now shift our, 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 uh, our attention to the draft and start focusing on the draft. I think we've done enough here in free agency to really be able to go line up tomorrow and play. And now we start looking at the draft after Trevor Lawrence and saying, best player available. Let's go shoot for the stars with best player available and see where we need to add to our team. So let's take a look at what we already have. And then let's start coming Thursday and Friday. Let's start building towards our draft. And then come next week, we're going to start making some picks. And then by the end of next week, we'll look and see what we've built up and see what we have as a Jaguar fan base and see how it stands up to the process as we get closer. That's what we're going to do, man, because that's what we do. And uh, we try to do something a little different here than every, you know, than, than everywhere else. Let me give you something else, man. On Wednesdays on Locked on NFL, take a deep dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises. Me. Tony Wiggins, yours truly, and James Rapine were joined every week by a locked-on draft expert, or we use a locked-on draft expert's draft or information to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL draft players fresh in the league. Today's episode is out, and what we did was we took a deep dive into the quarterbacks in the league and used that information to talk about the quarterbacks that are coming up into the draft and why I think uh, they're all going to be gone by the top by the twelfth pick. Uh, at least four of those guys will be gone in the top 12. And I think by the time we get to the uh, 25th or 26th pick, you're going to have six guys taken in the first round. So listen to Locked on, Locked on NFL today and find out exactly what me and James had to say about that. Uh, subscribe to Locked on NFL wherever you get your podcast. Jack Locked on Jaguars is here every day, man. Usually on Wednesday, I try to split it up a little bit so you guys don't necessarily hear them both at the same time. But uh, we're here every day because it's your team every day. And subscribe wherever you get your podcast and tell everybody to subscribe too. Hey, man, it's your man Tony Wiggins, man. I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, with another edition of Locked on Jaguars. Teal is the color, primary color of the team. 
uh, of the Jaguars is teal again. So celebrate that. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Same time, same place. Until then, you guys take care of each other.